This is Arnold Schwarzenegger from the Club Cafe Podcast. And if you don't want to get frozen, you better hand over the IC Championship now. Or you could be terminated or possibly erased. But I'd rather do this, yeah, it's so much more fun! Hey everybody, welcome to episode 133 of the Club Cafe Podcast. It's two days after Christmas. 12-27-2015, and as usual, I'm Pat McDermott, joined alongside by Dan Peck. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. And Chris O'Mealy. That, of course, was from A Christmas Story, which will be this week's Talk and Talkies, and tune into a special roundtable episode of the Jersey Rain podcast, where we talk about Star Wars The Force Awakens. Of course, if you haven't seen it, Pat... Yeah. Don't listen to that episode until after you've seen the movie, because it has all the spoilers. Yeah. So I'm going to hear about how Spock comes back. Yep. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, Spock makes his big return. Uh, did you all have a nice Christmas? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Did she come back from the bathroom? Um, no. I know, you no. got really excited there. I, that's the first conclusion I drew. No. So I got Ghostbusters, the board game, and I'm super, super stoked about this. I bought it the next day. Yes, Dan also has it. We can probably play it through Skype because I can just set up the board and Dan can set up his board and we'll just mimic what happens. Probably be the uh, easiest way for the two of us to play that with anybody else. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) That most likely will be the solution, so... (laughs) We, we, we can make that happen. I'll take Ray and Winston. No, I'm sorry. I have to be Egon. Egon's my boy. That's fine. I, I love Ray, so I can take Ray. Okay. So I'll take Winston. You can have Vankman because, well, I'm the joke guy, so maybe I should be Vankman. Well, I don't know because Ray and Egon are kind of the tag team. So I feel like if you take one, I take I take the other, then it's only fair that you get the black guy? <laughs> oh my this god. This is come down to, even though I like Winston, but just as my favorite person's Egon. <laughs> we'll figure it out when we I was it. Egon as a kid, and then I was Donatello a little bit later. How about so. this? How about I'll be Ray, you be Egon, and we'll get two more people to play, and then Pat can be Vankman, and then someone else can be Winston. Who are we going to get? Denzel? Oh, no one's going to get that joke until later in the week. (laughs) And if you guys want to listen to my Jersey Raid interview with Denzel Thomas, it it came out very well. Don't believe him, just listen. Yes, don't believe me, just listen. I swear it came out well. Anyway, guys, uh, this was the last real episode of our show for the year because next week is the Fabe special. So and this will be, might be next year when that comes out. So. Yes. But this will also be the final points are buried for the year. Who's going to win? Like, is it going to be Chev? Is it going to be Ellis? Well, is it going to be third person possibly? It, it could be. We don't know yet. We're going to find out. But this also means that this is the last year of regular wrestling because next year's or next week is all recap stuff anyway. So we get the Slammy Awards, the year-end awards. 
and this is the first time I've probably watched the Raw pre-show in definitely months. I don't know when the last time I actually watched it was. And there's a few things I noticed. One, the constant burial of David Otunga, because he wasn't there. Two, Renee Young looked amazing. And three, Booker botched the very first award they gave out because they were telling him through the headset and then they weren't telling him or his headset gave out. And he's just like, uh, who won the award? It was for rivalry of the year. And they're like, they're like, oh, it was Brock. <laughs> it was Brock and Taker. And he's like, oh, OK. And he's just looking off into space. And I'm like, was that planned? No, they're not going to do their Steve Harvey bit yet. They're not going to give that away on them. They're not going to give that away for money. They have to give it away for free. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's talk about some of the things that happened here. Well, if it, it was staring off blankly. Maybe they were giving away their Stevie Wonder gimmick early. Mm. Oh, jeez. All right, so for Return of the Year, they brought out Bo Dallas dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> and the best part is I'm watching this, and I don't recognize who is under the costume immediately because you can't really tell right away. And my wife goes, isn't that the Bo Leave guy? And I started laughing. I'm like, yeah, I think it is. And then, of course, hey, guys, it's me. So I got my fix of Bo on Raw. But Sting wasn't there to win Return of the Year. So Bo's like, I accept this award on his behalf. Did he Did he do a Bo, Bo, Bo instead of a ho, ho, ho? No, but he did his little turnaround thing that he does in the costume. And that's how you knew it was him. Oh, okay. Oh, so he was like Lando lifting up the mask a little bit so you can tell yes, him? Yes, of course, because Star Wars reference. Leave out a plate of cookies and a uh, cup of hot boco. <laughs> That's disgusting. Hot boco. Merry Christmas. Bo, bo, bo. Oh, Santa Bo was awesome. Hey, you know what else was awesome? That Neville actually won Breakout Star of the Year, which was a big deal for him. Because, but uh, somebody had a problem with that. Oh, that was great because <laughs> Dolph Ziggler announced it. So this was this was just set up for Kevin Owens to come out, and it's, I think it was before Neville could even get like three words out. All of a sudden, burn out, no, 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 no. <laughs> now comes Kevin Owens saying he doesn't deserve the award. It's like Dolph, what are you smirking at? How about this? How about we have a match later? Okay. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much how that went down. All right. Uh, these Dolph and Owens can feud for the entire year of 2016, and I'll be happy. Such good stuff. Um, how about their most prestigious award of the year, which is Superstar of the Year, and they did it at 912? I don't understand why they did it this early. But Stephanie, who opened the show super in character, came out and did a big shoot where she was no longer in character. And, of course, Seth Rollins wins it. And he's actually there, and that's pretty cool. And he gave a legitimate speech instead of an in-character speech, which is like, somebody's coming back as a huge baby face. When you're hurt, when you're hurt there's no character anymore. It was semi-heel, yeah. though, because he's like, you know, I can't believe I'm going to admit this, but... I, part of me actually wants to thank you, like a little part of me. <laughs> yeah, that was the, that was the teaser part there. Uh, let's talk about the opening to Raw with Stephanie and Roman Reigns because this legitimately made me laugh. This is the first time Roman Reigns has legitimately made me laugh this way because they're trying to make him Rome cold, Steve Austin. But it worked. Except it actually worked. Y'all want to see you get 
Real man. <laughs> it's tough for me to buy into Roman Reigns. He still doesn't sound legitimate yet. He still doesn't sound like he believes what he says. I'm sure that will come in time, but it's tough when he's the champion, and that's kind of the role he has to fill. He's working on it, though. Yeah. But Stephanie freaking out was hilarious. I can't impersonate it, though, because I'm eating a brownie. Or could you impersonate it better while you're eating a brownie? Stop it, Roman. Roman, stop it. Actually, that was better. (laughs) Y'all want to see her get real mad? Oh, man. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, Kane came back on Raw. To no fanfare at all, all of a sudden he was there. (laughs) The Hulu cut was great because it was just Kane's in the ring already. (laughs) Yeah, at least he got an entrance on Raw. But uh, his match with Bray Wyatt didn't last very long before ECW showed up. And then that turned into an eight-man tag, right? Yeah, kayfabe, kayfabe hurt Rhino wasn't there. But Tom, but uh, I'm only going to be on house shows. Tommy Dreamer was here. Sorry, guys. I'm only going to be on house shows from now on. Oh, wait. Here I am. I mean, only on house of hardcore shows. <laughs> right. Like, oh, I got myself confused with Rhino. Or Chris Jericho. I want to give some props to Kalisto. Not only did he win the OMG moment of the year for his Selena Del Sol off the ladder, but when he accepted the award, he was like legitimately humbled that he's getting recognized in the WWE. And I said it before, I think Kalisto is going to have a great 2016. Well, yeah, he's, he's got all them masks to sell. He's he's <laughs> basically he's keeping um, Hunico in a good position right now until they break him off because I think he's going to be there. He, he's got to be their Rey Mysterio. I mean, that's where it's headed, right? Yeah, pretty much. I think he's going to win the World Heavyweight Championship in the next few years. He's going to be the man. It'll be good. Uh, and we then gotta... he'll be like, oh, Ray, you got me. Oh. So if you all are excited about seeing Nikki Bella come back, not only was she on this show... But she also will be returning at the end of January. That's what she's shooting for. But the, the lead-up to this was great. First of all, R-Truth won the LOL moment of the year for his Money in the Bank. Wait, you're not even in Money in the Bank. I'm not? You sure? Positive. My, my bad. My bad, dog. New Orleans, y'all have fun tonight. This one's on me. So he came out and he did Diva of the Year, and he announced Paige as the winner. She came out to accept the award. He's like, a page I messed up. I read the wrong name. <laughs> He's awesome. I, I like the um, thing they did head up the Survivor Series where everyone was already in a ring and then he came out. He's like, I'm going to cut through all my opponents like a knife through butter. <laughs> and Miz is just like, uh, the tournament was weeks ago and you lost like the first round. Well, he wasn't even in it, I don't think. Oh, he wasn't in that one either? Oh, okay. Either way. Oh, truth. It's a great character they're doing with him. Hey, he's up for a fave for best gimmick. For two gimmicks, right? Just being our truth and King What's Up. And King What's Up, yeah. You got to combine that to one gimmick. But I got to give props to Nikki's speech because it was a full shoot speech all about how, 
Yeah, that's right. The women are doing great Her things. Her life got flipped, turned upside down. Well, somebody asked me, why am I not doing more Fabe Awards for the women? And I said, but you got to understand, that's the direction we're heading in. And, uh, you know, next year, we've already split off. Um, A match, super- category, match of the year category. Yeah, match of the year category for just the girls. So there's, it's very real possibility we're going to do more. We're not going to do it when there's two women to be considered to really be considered for an award. We're not going to give them a separate award, right? But we can absolutely do more with them because I think 2016, is, we're we're finally getting that real revolution with women's wrestling that we should have had. Like Kimberly won the Chikara Championship. That's a big deal, and a lot of that. I know a lot of people are going to say TNA did it first. The TNA did a good job with their knockouts division because they were some of the highest rated stuff, but they still, but just because you're doing good with one division doesn't mean the whole show is going to be worth watching. WWE is doing a great job with their girls in NXT, but you still want to watch NXT for all of NXT. It's just that you're, you're excited to watch the girls too. Not only that, but just because you're the one who tried pushing the envelope first doesn't mean you'll be the most successful with it. Um, WWE just took it to the next level from what TNA already started doing. It's kind of like what they did with ECW. ECW did so many things well, and McMahon just refined it, and that's what created the Attitude Era. Right. And that's just it. Like, ECW was the first to push the envelope, and tons of other people are trying it, but just it doesn't always mean you're going to be successful either. So you don't know where that success is going to come from. So good for, you know, good for her. Um, good for them for everything that they've been doing, but I I don't necessarily think that uh, anybody else could have won Diva of the Year this year just because of how they booked her. And that's not a shot at anybody, it's just that they booked her to be the dominant Diva's champion, and that's great because she she dramatically improved from that, big time. The problem is that... It, it was, was at that the big- cost of so much... <laughs> But they also they also only did it to erase AJ from the record, which was spiteful. Which was spiteful for her husband. Remember, they did this bullshit despite the wife of the guy they hate. Yeah, because she retired, and they're just like, we don't like that because of your husband. And it's just like, all right, well, you guys are really, really freaking petty, but whatever. Wh- whatever is making you happy... I'll just wait till Roman Reigns holds that title for a whole year, and then he and Nikki and Nikki Bella get married. Hey, hey! I thought the big thing for next season of Total Divas is John's going to start discussing it. Yeah, that is the big thing. There's a discussion, guys. Oh my goodness, guys! Oh my god! They're going to watch what? What do you mean by it? They're going to watch the movie It and have a discussion, like a roundtable. That'd be pretty yeah. great, actually. And they're going to discuss what, what they expect for the remake coming out in a year or two? God, not excited about that. I don't really <laughs> care about the original, so why would I care about <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, um, not a, I'm not a horror person, so... We're not doing Royal Rumble building yet, but Bray Because Wyatt, it was six weeks from the last pay-per-view, so there's still yeah. a ton of time. But Bray Wyatt's dropping hints that... On one of the next episodes of Raw, we're going to start seeing him preparing for the Rumble. So, last year he did a great job in it. Maybe this year he'll actually win it. 
Dope. Giant pedigree. Everyone goes out of the ring. He hooks uh, everyone's arms together. He hooks the ropes together, and Pedigree's the ring. And, and everyone bounces really out. out. Right. Except like, him. Like that one freaking toy, that Rumble toy one, right? Yeah. Where, like, the ring shakes until everyone until everyone leaves. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that. We, at least we got a really good main event, though, with Sheamus and Ambrose. Yeah, this is a good steel cage match. A steel cage match on television? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, main event in the Roars. And the Usos had to fight the New Day in a handicap match, but it didn't matter because they still triumphed. Because that was the whole thing. Stephanie was trying to punish all of Roman's friends and family. And he's he wasn't even concerned about it because he's like, they can handle themselves. They and got they this. Did. And I, they did, so... I never understand, like, the ending, though, because the ending of the steel cage match, both guys were on the outside working their way down, and Sheamus is like, maybe if I keep punching Dean Ambrose in the face, I can win. No, no, he's going to lose consciousness and fall off, which pretty much is what happened. Yeah. And then you're going to lose. Not if he's hooked in, right? He's going to hang off the cage and dangle. Yeah, he's got some grip on that cage. His foot stuck. Oh man, good old good old Sheamus. It was a good match. They, they did a Sheamus did a white noise off the top rope, like middle of the match, which is pretty sick. Yep. And next week we get the return of Mister McMahon. He's back, guys. That's going to be exciting. All right, before we move on to SmackDown, because I know Pat saw the live SmackDown, we got to talk about the really uncomfortable moment from Raw, where they created an award to. Award the person who did the best charity work. <laughs> the, yeah, the the make a wish, the make a wishiest superstar award. I hated this. It, I felt so uncomfortable. I'm like, why are you doing this? Why do we have to pick between what these guys did? Why aren't they all just getting awarded right now? What? Yeah. Why doesn't anyone? Because then that also leaves out. Because everyone does make wishes and everyone does these charity things. Why are we selecting? They, because they only show you John Cena doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Actually, if I gotta be honest about it, I think the person I saw do the most this year was Titus O'Neil. Mm-hmm. So it would have been Let's nice to black to give that guy an award. I guess you're really gonna give one out. Big Show at the Special Olympics. Uh, I, I like how they even they had like categories like John Cena, Make a Wish, Big Show, Special Olympics, Titus O'Neil. Uh, breast cancer five, and... Like, five things, yeah. Yeah, and daddy promo, <laughs> whatever those things were. And the Roman Reigns... angry Reigns. giant! <laughs> Roman Reigns, a little teapot. Um, <laughs> which was, like, which was the year before. <laughs> yeah, but did you notice they run the angry giant PSA again? No, did they? Yeah, they started running again on the network. Oh, that's great. Oh, he's back in the company. We can totally use this again. Let's put that back in rotation. They only have three of them. Don't other people have kids? Or are they just all poor fathers? They're the <laughs> only ones who care about their kids. Apparently so. The other ones don't actually know they have kids, but they probably do. Because rats. 
The only thing that's unfortunate with uh, Alberto Del Rio's kid, if you watch that video, he has to hold the ropes on the side of the bed so that Alberto can read the story to him. Otherwise, it just looks oh like Oh, my rabbit. God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pat, what happened on Super SmackDown? Oh, so we had some some championship matches happen on SmackDown. We had the show open up with uh, New Day versus the Lucha Dragons. You mean uh, the Lucha Booties? Yeah, the Lucha Booties, yes. And this was another awesome, awesome match. And it ended with Sin Cara actually running, countering the big ending, and then doing a moonsault off of the rope, which he landed right back in the big ending. Oh. It was great, though. It was, it was a really cool ending. <laughs> a big ending. Uh, what a big ending. Then backstage later in the show, they had the um, the comedy gimmick, which was Santino sets up all the decorations, including a tree with a star at the top. And as soon as he leaves the room, you saw Stardust gloves reaching toward the star. So they come back later, and the whole backstage is messed up. All all the decorations are gone, and he says that uh, no one will ever help him face. Uh, the Ascension tonight, so he's like, I'm a, not to wrestling, but I have a my elf! And guess who his uh, elf is? It's Neville, because Neville has elf ears, but they put big, huge elf ears on him to make it I was kind of hoping it was going to be Damien Sandow. <laughs> no, but then they had a uh, another elf by the name of Titus O'Neil, who was helping people again when John Cena was nowhere to be found. Oh, that was actually something funny that happened on the Raw pre-show, because Sandow won Double Cross of the Year, and then they interviewed him backstage, and the Miz came to interrupt him, and he started doing the imitation again, and Miz flipped out at him for that. No, stop it! You're not my stunt double anymore! Stop it! Oh, stop it! And, uh... The main event, at least from the WWE shows, not the NXT shows, the, the best match I would say I have to check out this week, because there's plenty on NXT to watch, but, uh... It's Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler versus Kevin Owens in the triple threat IC title match, which they could have held off to the Rumble if they wanted, but they did it here, and it was amazing. Because all those guys are going to end up in the Rumble. Pretty much. Because so they have, like, wins, like, half the roster's hurt, so. And uh, that's how you end SmackDown. Dean Ambrose wins. The Intercontinental Championship is, like, the highlight of SmackDown, which I'm fine with. Yeah, me too. And, uh, so that's it for that show. So, NXT's opening match was friggin' amazing. Probably the match of the week. It was the Fatal 4-Way tag match. And you had the Vaude Villains, which, uh... Oh, they're, they're, pay, they're, they're doing Sherlock Holmes! I'm like, one of them is? Yeah, the other one's doing Watson. Hello. The other one had the Tom Baker scarf. And then you have the Hype Bros got an okay reaction. Blake and Murphy got a reaction, but mostly for Bliss. And then friggin' Jordan and Gable, the place blew up for them. Yeah, you know, um, I rewatched the show. Everybody else were heels by proxy. I watched the show after it aired. So in the corner, it said Orlando, Florida. I'm like... This doesn't look like Florida, and why are they why are they dressed like Sherlock Holmes in 
Florida. This doesn't make sense. They have to be in the UK still. And once the show started and I heard the crowd, I said, oh, yeah, that's that's definitely where they still are. Yeah, maybe the post-production was done in the UK. Oh, this was so good, though. I was fast-paced. Um, they, they had several spots where all eight guys were trying to get into the ring. Uh, they had false finish after false finish after false finish. It was a, like, what, probably about a 10-minute, maybe 15-minute match, but it was really, really good. I would say it's... At- the right, the, not only did the right team win, but the right guy took the fall, which was a member of Blake and Murphy. Right. And now, I mean, they. this really shows, like, because if, if you were to pull Enzo and Cass up to the main roster, you wouldn't lose a step. I mean, you've got these four teams, plus you've got Dash and Wilder, and I think there's, like, one or two more teams coming up anyway. So, they... Uh, they Jordan... Jordan and Gable are going to be the next tag champs. They have to be. Dude, Jason Jordan was the most impressive ever se- I've ever seen him in this match. He was a suplex machine at the end of that. Yeah, they even got a suplex city chant. Yeah, and he's he's doing a good job of using the uh, the angle, the Kurt Angle take the suspenders down gimmick. It's working. <laughs> the amateur wrestler gimmick. In 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 them catapult boots walking through the mud. <laughs> Uh, really really good Um, we also got a really funny backstage segment with where Emma was hurt after her match and she's being checked out by the trainer and Dana's just pacing in the room I wish Oscar was here right now well and she shows up and she mocks both of them (laughs) and Dan turns the other way she's like she better be gone tell me she's gone because I don't even want to turn around because, you know, I would totally beat her up if she were still here. That was so funny. Yeah, Dana Brooke their, is pretty funny. Their characters are getting super over from this one angle. And she's like, I'm not done yet with her, even though Asuka is already, like, moving on to another feud. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not done with her yet. How about the re-re-debut of Elias Sampson, the drifter? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What did you call him? The Drifter? You called him a Riri. Pretty the sure. Riri oh. <laughs> Eugene and Elias <laughs> Sampson will be tagging together. God damn. He's going to hit the RR bomb. Oh, oh man. Uh, you know what? This gimmick, uh, great as far as vignettes go, but... I know. I think he should start singing to the guitar music, right? Instead should, of just messing with the guitar, maybe, and then talking. He should sing his entrance theme. Because right. seriously, because right. like it's that thing, right? Like, oh, we are cool. We have skateboards. We never ride them because we can't. And you will figure this out at some point, probably soon, and then start booming. Like their second week. <laughs> but to just come out, he. Yeah, he was like um, Elias Sam- Sandow, where he he looks like Damian Sandow, and they, they put him in this gimmick that has limited shelf life, and it, it's very limited, because after this match, I was already over it, if he's not going to actually do anything but tune the guitar that he doesn't play. And if he's a drifter, why does he have a hometown? You know? He was originally, where he's from originally. That's a great... 
question. So, so I, what I would do here is I would have him come down to the ring and have one of those, you know, the um, the head mics under like a headband or something like that, where he could sing a song about his opponent before the match starts. I, mean, I, I can could... tell what you're thinking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to sing that at your funeral. I'm going to sing that at your retirement match. Hey, but we got a return. We got the return we've been waiting for. Sami Zayn is back. Oy vey, Sami Zion. And uh, Pat, how would you rank this match he had with Ty Dillinger? Um, I would give that match a 10. 10. 10. 10. Of course. This tie is not black. <laughs> he is not. But I really liked his match. The crowd was super into it. They chanted, this is wrestling. Which is also good for Ty Dillinger. And uh, the, the speech afterwards. It was genuine from the heart. And you were really excited to see Sammy back. And he, he made a lot of good points. He's like, every time I get really happy, something crappy happens. So this time... Everything worked out the way I wanted I'm to. I'm never going to be happy. <laughs> and Smojo comes out. And, then, and now I'm just going to poop on all your parties. <laughs> well, something bad is going to happen. I'm going to turn heel right now. And he's that would have been louder. funny. <laughs> but I love that the British crowd was singing his theme song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't think it was as good as the TakeOver special um, singing Na 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 Big Cast, but it was still awesome. Yeah, I think they uh, the, the British crowd was super into this show, and I, I know there's going to be some people who are going to be like, yeah. these fans are just into they everything. Ruined God they ruined it. hijacked the show. They should just shut up, because, you know, we should just all sit there on our hands and watch the show and not participate at all, because... When I started watching was like 2004 when there were actually no reactions. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's when you started watching. Yep. And uh, if anybody was curious about the possible return of Hideo Itami, he sent out a very cryptic tweet that simply said, My turn. Hashtag NXT. Hashtag butts. So he's going to turn when he cut. Not Sami Zayn, but he's going to turn. Yeah, he's going to turn heel. Uh, those of you who live in Orlando, because I know some of y'all listen to the show, you are probably getting WrestleMania 33. And those of you who live in Minneapolis, LOL, you're not. <laughs> Chef's just like, God damn it. So what would Orlando's be? WrestleMania what sign? Sun. Sun sign? <laughs> Wrestle WrestleMania sunshine. Oh, that's where you have the water gun, right? The, the Roman gun. <laughs> you have to, yeah, you have to refill so you can ooh all over and get rid of all the sludge. God. Oh, and uh, Maryland Championship Wrestling had China booked for a show, but she had to drop out due to an illness. So to make it up to their fans, they booked Magnus, Mickey James, and Billy Gunn as, all as a replacement. I, I would guess it's probably because they first tried to treat her like a woman and then tried to treat her like a man. God. Well, how are you supposed to treat her? I don't understand. You're supposed to treat her just for who she is, and who, that is somebody that doesn't deserve is. to get booked at your indie show. 
so. I would say they went from a show that was probably going to stink for whatever she was involved in, and they got Mickey James and Magnus, and then, hey, there's Billy Gunn. He was cool. 16 years ago, but that's okay. He I... used the HGH in his balls. Ew. Well... We got a lot more to talk about, guys. Uh, right after a quick word from our lovely, lovely sponsors, we are going to kick off with Trolls, Facebooks, and the final game for 2015. Are you going to get points? Who's going to win? Only one way to find out. Stay tuned. It's coming up next. Hell, son, this is Stone Fold Steve Austin from the Club K Fade Podcast, and I'm here today to talk about GiantMediaBall.com. That's right, GiantMediaBall.com. It's like a giant ball media with all them damn fleas around, son, especially when you're washing your clothes and you got damn fleas all over. You can listen to We Talk Games, Hit Start Now, Mass Move Aside, Wiggly's Book Club, what? I said, Wiggly's Dang Book Club, son, Talking Talkies, The Cannon Cannon, and so much more. We even got Ouch on there. Hell, son, I don't even remember who Ouch is. But We Talk Games, hell, I listen to this while I do all my damn laundry and fold my damn sheets. And that's the laundry line, cause Stonefold said so. And we're back. All right. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. This week's Troll Truth comes courtesy of the birthday boy. And no, not Cesaro, whose birthday is today. We're talking about me, sweet Bobby G, who flipped out on one of Pat's statuses and had an exchange with our own Matt Hardman. Really weird conversation we have here. Pat shares this picture. It's it's Punk and Brian shaking hands, and it says, We're two guys who weren't supposed to make it. He's skinny fat, and I'm too small. We are not prototypical WWE superstars. We are two guys who are not supposed to be here. And, of course, the first response is like, and they aren't. Daniel Bryan is crippled, and CM Punk is an arrogant dick that thought at 180 pounds he should be booked like a monster. Okay, so that doesn't mean anything. So Matt Hardman responds, and he's like, he might be an arrogant dick, but he's right. If it wasn't for him and Brian, there'd be no Steen or Kenta or Zayn, Ambrose, Rollins, Balor, any of those guys, because they brought wrestling back. And he's like, well, none of those guys could draw ratings. Ratings are plummeting. Cena draws. Get him back. And Matt accurately pointed out that ratings fall when booking decisions are bad. Ratings were low when Cena was on TV as well, which was true. In fact, if you go back and look at ratings after Punk did the pipe bomb, the ratings skyrocketed. And the ratings skyrocketed after they gave Brian his uh, Occupy Raw push. So, of course, the response is, yeah, you keep believing that. Here, Matt's like, well, yeah, and you keep believing Cena's second coming of Jesus Christ. And he's like, all right, go outside and play. What does that even mean? <laughs> Bobby G's a quieter. I don't... Uh, Bobby G, I love you, man, but what the fuck? Do you? I got along great with him when we were running shows together. He was always a, a lot of fun to be around. He had great stories. 
but he's another one of those guys who has a negative opinion, and when your negative opinion is the only opinion you have, everybody else is wrong, and you're right. Fortunately, we've mostly filtered those out of CK. There's still like one or two who are always negative, and they always say they're correct. But uh, it's just it's just one of those things where it's like I don't even understand why this is a, a thing at this point. Just like, but whatever. He doesn't even work in the business anymore. Yeah, he's a quieter. And me, he's, uh, he's actually a quitter. Me, I just don't care enough to respond to silly comments. I, I just post whatever I want to post and don't really bother with what anyone says. Well, you were smart not to respond. There was no point in responding. And <laughs> the best part is uh, when Matt was because he kept saying, like, you really need to go outside and play. And Matt's just like, you really need to take a Valium and chill. So is that going to be the new thing, Valium and chill? Uh-oh. I've taken a Valium and have sex, and then have sex. I've taken a Valium before, and I definitely chilled. I'll tell you that much. Oh my god! So yeah, I I, I don't know. Just I just I I Stephanie McMahon Helmsley at the whole thing. And Matt, we love you, man. You're, you're a good part of the crew, but next time, let it go because it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. I you were you were Stephanie Man Helmsleying. How do you think I felt every time I got a notification? I'm like, can I unfollow my own status? Which I found out I can. Oh, why is this happening? Yeah, you can unfollow your own statuses. I've done I've had to do that before. Well, I was Leona Helmsleying. <laughs> I bet you were. All right, so uh, because this is the season of giving, we're going to do a special Christmas gift for Dan Peck here. I took care of Facebook comments for him, and I instantly regretted it when I did. Did you guys know today is Cesaro's 35th birthday? Yes, I did. So WWE and the WWE Universe would like to wish Cesaro a very happy birthday. And lots of people responded. Happy 35th birthday, Castagnoli. Okay. Yeah, you're cool. Happy, happy birthday, Isaro, and many more. Uh, yes. <laughs> Isaro. There's no C in there. <laughs> uh, I like to see him versus Jason Stateham in a movie. So he actually put an E in there? Yes. <laughs> State ham. <laughs> Is that like government cheese? You mean government cheese? Yes. <laughs> Happy birthday, Cesaro. I wish you recover for win the IC title or WWE championship. Off course, everyone want you to win the Rumble, but you don't recover at time for win. My eye opened when I saw what happened to Andre the Giant at the end. It was too much. What? <laughs> oh, no. Wait, it was Brian Christopher and Scott Too Hot Taylor? <laughs> and finally, congratulations, Cesaro, spelled S-E-S-A-R-O. 
Cesaro. Cesaro. Uh, I don't get how anybody could spell any WWE wrestler's name wrong at all. Every time you see them, Wait, their name a- is spelled on the screen for you. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What about what about Samoa Joe this week? Oh, so so Samoa Joe at the at the takeover. Yeah. Uh, so Moa. that Joe, he's so Moa. He is so Moa. <laughs> Oh, that Joe. Soma Joe. All right. This is it, guys. It is all boiled down to this. The final 2015 game of points or... Buried. Or... Folded. Or... A Frozen. Or, oh yeah, speared. <laughs> or, oh, you could be Don Wested. I sold out Star Wars, Motor Machine, Machine Guns, Merchandise. Oh, your All shitty the, the, machine guns? Yeah, something racers. like that. No yeah. more pod racers? Oh, man. They're all gone. Oh, I have... TNA Owie Awards to give away. They're kind of like Slammies, but you got an Owie. Oh, oh God, the Owie Awards? <laughs> Jeez. And then there's the the world champ. If you want to see her get really mad. Oh, his, his title belt is blocking that region right now. So hopefully, if he doesn't remove it, it's just going to be a, a buildup and Roman Reigns might explode. Oh, uh, and you know what? And not explode. The game is a triple game this week, so there might be a lot. Those guys might be getting a lot of work done this oh, week. Oh no! So they could they could do ultimates this time. Yes. So so we will allow you to do your do your stuff to any part of the game that doesn't get points. But if you get if one part gets points, it's your regular hundred. If two of them get points, it's a double. But if all three get the points. An it's unprecedented 300 points. It's an ultimate. This is your year-end award. This is also your final chance to get this, 300 points. This game is also subtitled. Fuck you, Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, God, you can also get worms in the mouth, apparently. <laughs> God. All right, so part one is a wrestling-themed Christmas carol. Part two is you drew a name of a secret Santa of a Club Cafe member and what you got them for Christmas. Some of our newer members were struggling with this one, but uh, but they still tried. And then, of course, part three is a wrestler's New Year's resolution. And yes, there were one and done rules all around. So, But for each segment, right? You could use someone could use the same wrestler for the first one that somebody used for the last one. Right. The um, the Christmas Carol one didn't have any rules about it. I, I just wanted puns for that. Okay. Uh, the second one, you couldn't duplicate a Club Kayfabe member, and the third one, you couldn't actually duplicate a wrestler who was used for that game. Gotcha. And nobody did, so we're good. All right, so you ready for part one? I or- saw somebody was actually really helpful to somebody else. A few people by, were. By telling them that the person was already used. A few people did that, yeah. I think I think Ellis Holmes was the one who did that. Mm-hmm. He was trying to he was trying to suck up for extra points. I think because he wants to win. Oh, I can't wait to bury him. 
<laughs> what do you mean? I can't wait to bury him. Yes. That's my will opinion. somebody become the one in one and one? Or will Chev <laughs> become two and oh? Well, the thing is, Chev's pretty much already won the other part of the game, which is most wins for the year. So this could be a, a full Chev domination. Oh, this here is what we call Chev domination. Because last year, Chev won points, but Melissa Hatfield won most wins. Here we go, guys. All right, we're going to start off with our first Christmas carol. Racist Vince is dreaming of a white people Christmas. Of course he is. Okay, points. Okay, first hundred in. Racist points. Of course. So, first hundred is in. All right, their secret Santa. I got Jason Shin a window mounted (laughs) urinal. points so we can wow we got that one out of the way quick and then triple h <laughs> triple h vows that this year he will look at a camera <laughs> okay points all around all right ultimate points to alan craig a full 300 <laughs> window mounted urinal so he can pee out that window Repeat in the window. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, here here we go. So, Alan Craig, you get ultimate. Next up. So, there's this uh, a song that's called "Come Thou Long Expected Jesus." So, of course, it has been changed to "Come Thou Long Expected Roman." Ooh, ah. Oh God. Oh no. Of course, it gets points. Oh, but. Let's 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 hold on. Let's hold on. He's already taken the belt off. So, all right, uh, Secret Santa. Well, this person drew you, Patrick, and oh he's going to buy you a girl who does come back from the bathroom. <laughs> does oh, she need me to hold that for you? Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Ro- Roman gave me the belt. I'm holding on. Oh, to it. oh wow! <laughs> so he gave you the belt. He, t- he took off the belt. He gave you the belt. I'm holding it on to it for him. All right. Oh man. And now. Well, so let's see. Will this go ultimate? The resolution is Lex Luger. He vows to learn CPR and to not own any more nondescript baggage. <laughs> I want to give that. Hold on, baby girl. You ain't giving that nothing yet. Not without a big old positive. Did he punch him in the back of the head? <laughs> of course he did. It wouldn't be an ultimate otherwise, but he gave him a thumbs up as he as he punched him in the back of the head. His thumbs right, up. All right, Roman, here you go. <laughs> so as a positive back. ultimate ooh So he got an, a positive ultimate ooh along with full points. All right, Glenn Kukin, congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, no. <laughs> Dan, you might want to wash your hands after he got the belt back. Oh. Like, really wash your hands. Yeah, it looks like you got canyon semen all over you. <laughs> all right. All right, next up, Christmas Carol. Triple H singing the 12 Days of Burials. 
on the first day of burials. My daddy gave to me the uh, whole uh, roster uh. of NXT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that gets it's points. His, it's his baby, but he still buries it. <laughs> All right, so we're up. Why do you we think got... I'm getting them over? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All right, um, Secret Santa. I like how he sang into the shovel like it was a microphone. By the way, of course, of course he did. Uh, the Secret Santa. They drew Denzel Thomas. I got. <laughs> I got you free passes to the luxury cruise ship, the Amistad. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, racist points. Yeah. <laughs> I like this guy already, son. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so we have to double now. Yep, and racist points. And racist, of course. And then finally... Dolph Ziggler resolves to complete his tradition into HBK, complete with chaps, chains, and even more leather. That's kind of true. I guess I have to give that points. (laughs) All right. Chris Wright, ultimate. Ultimate points. Ultimately right. Ultimately right. Or Chris Topher, as he is now known. I get it. Christopher. I get it, too. Christobel. All right. So the ultimates continue. Next up. <clears throat> this, of course, is Vince McMahon singing O Tanning Bed. O Tanning Bed. Instead of O Christmas Tree. Or O Tenenbaum is the original. Or Tenenbaum, yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. Okay, yes. Yes, it does get points. Yeah. Yeah, I just... Don't let me get too dark. <laughs> right, so we got. Twat. Don't set it to Hulk Hogan. Oh God! Don't, don't set it to leather. <laughs> I don't know. In 2006, during the Shawn Michaels feud, Vince was pretty dark. Hey, brother, I'm not as dark as those people. Oh no! God. All right. Could you Next, it's okay. Talking. He plays basketball professionally. Of course. I um, just prefer that uh, he not date my daughter. If he t- if he's that dark tanned, but all right. So so you make that comment now, and in five years we'll fire you. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. I have no problem with Denzel Thomas. I just prefer he didn't date my daughter. God damn it! <laughs> You're gonna get kicked. You know off what? The show. I prefer that too. So <laughs> he might actually prefer that too. I don't think anybody wants to touch her. Why would you want to touch something Hulk's already touched? Ugh. Yep. Let me All right. apply that suntan lotion. Alright, so we got we got O'Tanning bed. Next up is uh they drew Joey Image for their secret Santa and they got him a box set of unboxing videos. <laughs> the ultimate box set. Yes. That's so meta. <laughs> <laughs> they grouped them all into a playlist for him. <laughs> Yes, points. All right, we're up to double. And finally, Bret Hart's resolution, I will stop espousing the greatness of capital punishment. Does he? He loves his capital punishment. You know what? You know what? I'm going to give it points. Dandal Ultimate. 
All right, we got four sets ultimates so far. We're doing pretty good. You guys, keep this up. All right, next up. God, I, I, uh, I might as well just sing it. Randy Savage got killed by a palm tree. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> That's cringe and regular points. Oh, damn. We're up to 150 so far. All right. Ooh, somebody pulling out the Randy Savage jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Secret Santa was Ellis Holmes, and we got him a new corrugated cardboard box. Ooh, corrugated. Whoa. That's like almost like having insulation. What's next? <laughs> Two-ply toilet paper? Whoa, I mean, you mean what's next? Toilet paper. <laughs> Five-ply? God. Yes, so points. Points there. We're up to 250 now. And finally, Jimmy Snuka vows to crush coconuts, not his girlfriend's skull. Oh my god. Oh, you got cringe again, endpoints. Oh my god. Matt Hardman, 400 points out of that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, got, you got creepy Islander points. You gotta focus, brother. My favorite Snooka story when he was screaming at Porter and Tommy Midnight at four in the morning on the bus because they weren't focused. And they're just like, we just want to sleep. At <laughs> <laughs> the World Star bus. Oh, my God. Hey. With the ring inside. Did we lose someone? <laughs> Okay. Do I have people here? Sorry about that, everybody. We're back. We had a bit of a technical difficulty, so we fired Dan, and <laughs> now we're back. <laughs> oh, yeah. He didn't laugh at enough of my jokes, so he's fired. Um, Last show of the year, <laughs> and, and you wait until halfway through points are buried to fire him. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the shades of a shady CEO right there. The, the good thing is, um, we plan rehiring him for the Fabes next week. Yeah, he's only fired for the rest of the show. Right, right. So, he'll be back. Uh, don't get used to it, because we're not sure how long it's going to last. Yes, but uh, I, I have noticed that uh, Triple H has sat in his seat. Damn right. <laughs> and he's not he's not even looking at the microphone. Damn right I moved over. <laughs> so he might he might be helping to issue the points or possibly not. Oh, look at me. I'm Dan Peck. That's my Dan Peck impression. Did you see I looked at the camera over there? And the camera over there, just like Dan does. <laughs> yes, the camera's on our audio podcast. Thanks, Trips. We're filming this for the Kayfabe Network, right? Look at the other guys. They're really upset that they didn't get to sit down. Look at Arnold. 
He's older, too. You should have let him sit down. I thought you guys were buds. Stonefold over there, folding those clothes. I'm sure he'd like a seat. And, well, Goldberg's okay, because he just wants to spear everything. And Don West is already on the floor, so... Oh, well, all right, Trips. Well... All right, so last thing we did was we gave Matt Hardman ultimate plus double cringies, so he walked away with 400 points. So here comes our next game entry. Starting off with the Christmas Carol. Yes, we have Seamus singing Seamus the Snowman. Oh. You know what? I'm I'm sitting right here. I'm just going to bury this now. I'm not going to stand up to bury it, though. I'm going to bury it from a seated position. You're not even going to let anybody else have a sh- have a chance to do anything. You're just going to bury you, it. You didn't even let me talk to see if I gave it points or not. That's already buried. It's too late. All right. Well, so that happened. All right. Our, we have a burial, but that's okay. There's still two more chances to get points. Okay. This person pulled new member Russell Wright, and he's given him his very own Godfather Pimpin' Ain't Easy outfit, complete with the starter set of hose from the local Hooters. He could be just like Charles right now. <laughs> I was hoping they would make that reference for people who don't understand why, but that's awesome. Okay. Points there. <laughs> yes. Get it? Charles Wright, Russell Wright. Yes. Y'all get it. All right. We got points. So this person does have some points here. Let's see if we can at least go for the double. Well, Hulk Hogan is vowing to make a new porn tape featuring black women to show he's not racist. (laughs) That'll solve everything. Of course it will. And just make derogatory remarks toward her the whole time. Oh, I shouldn't have eaten all that fried chicken. Of course. Of course he will. I can't believe we ate that whole watermelon. Uh, Hogan, I think you're missing the point of... (laughs) You know what? I love grape soda, brother. (laughs) I know what it's like to wait all month for your welfare check. Hey, ho! Clerk's animated reference. Made it! Boom! There you go. All right, so... uh, So, Joe Mad Dog Needle will walk away with 200 points and a slight burial. From seated position. From a seated position. Okay, next up. God. Darren Young singing Little Butt Drummer Boy. <laughs> oh, God. That's one tight drum. <laughs> Jesus. Now it's about to get no days off. No days off for that drum. Oh. Okay, points. All right, we're up to 100. Uh, this person drew me. And they're giving me the proper paperwork proving that my father does indeed have a maiden name. (laughs) That gets points, yeah. Yes, thank you for that. All right, and finally, Don West vows to stop swimming in all of that ooh-ah. Oh, Oh, I I guess I have to... I can't do anything because you're going to get points for that. Oh, I can't swim in anything right now. (laughs) Is this a positive Don West thing? Yeah, you're getting, oh, here, I'm swimming in points. Points that are for you. <laughs> He's swimming in the points. All right. Well, uh, I, I think we should bury bury all of it. No, no, see, you can't do that. That's why you don't host well, the show. That's why you're not hosting. You're a side character. God, just, just sit down and shut up. 
All right. Well, Ellis Holmes, you have walked away with a full 300. So you are currently in the lead. We'll see what happens here. Well, eh, you know what? It might not happen. He could win overall. We don't know yet. All right. Next up is, uh, God, this is Zeb Coulter singing Walking in a White Man Wonderland. <laughs> oh, yeah, that gets points. If that is your real name. Pat McDermott. <laughs> Jesse Lotvino. That's how he would do it. If that is your real name. Jesus, Zeb, stop breaking kayfabe. Kafabe. All right, we're up to 100 points. Next up, this person's giving Dan Peck his own WWE Network subscription. <laughs> so what are they going to pay? <laughs> no longer my 99. Wow, that earns you points. That was funny. I, I think I even responded to that. I'm like, I would also like that gift for Dan. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't mind sharing my, my Network subscription with Daniel. Well, especially now he's fired from the show. I know. I gotta be nice. And then, uh, finally, Mick Foley resolves to stop being such a bitch about wrestling. (laughs) Mark Foley? He really is Mark Foley now. Yes, please give that points. All right. Joe Kalaya, you walk away with a full full collection of points. Everybody's bringing their A-game. And it's the end of the year. They all want these big points. Everyone wants to dethrone Chev. Well, this is going to become the new holiday tradition. We're going to have a huge game ender. So, y'all keep this up. Next up, we have Bow to the World. Uh oh. You know what I would do? No, 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 no. It's not you. It's not about you. <laughs> Hell, son, I'm going to fold that up. I'm going to fold it to the left. Let's see what happens next. <laughs> God, he's going to do the time warp? It's just a fold to the left. All right, so first one has been folded. But uh, they cre- <laughs> they got Renee Seance a gaslight lantern. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot she's a member. She is. I'm afraid I have some blocked news. Um... Yes, that also that gets points. So you've okay. only been folded one side so far. And finally, Coco Beware vows to double check all of his smoke detectors. Oh. Oh. Oh, Frankie. I hope Frankie isn't caught in one of the smoke detectors. God. Somebody help me! Oh. Points. So double pointies on that one. Double pointies, but a folding for Siobhan. So oh. what? This this could be it. Ellis might have just taken home the victory. We'll see at the end when we do the final edition here. But Chev's also not qualified for a full victory now, so you better hope Ellis doesn't take that home. But, hey, you, you still got two points there, and he's probably still winning the other part, the most wins, so he should be happy with that. <laughs> Ellis just became the one and one and one. Alright, next up we have Deck the halls with Balls Mahoney. That should be a holiday service that he does. (laughs) He just goes around decking people's halls. Either punching them or literally helping them deck their halls. (laughs) You have literally helped me deck my halls. So, I think, yes, that gets points. 
Okay, we're up to 100. All right. This person got Jan Batista their own Rey Mysterio doll, so whenever he gets angry, he can yell, I thought you were my friend! <laughs> yes. Okay. 200 points. And finally, Ryback, just to say, feed me no more. Uh-oh. So... Whoa. <laughs> the anonymous general manager. Oh, my God. No. Oh, no. You're going to get anonymous general managed. Oh, that's my anonymous general manager. Um, end of the year point machine thing. Oh, it was actually me. <laughs> so it only pops up for the last game of the year, and it's actually Don West the whole time. Yes, and you can have your own for just nine ninety nine. Uh, so Charles Hardman, you walked away with 200 points on that one. Dude, Arnold and Goldberg are not happy about this. They haven't done anything yet. <laughs> yeah, they really, they're, they're kicking kicking pebbles. I don't know how, why we got so many pebbles in the in the studio, but they're kicking pebbles <laughs> around. Yeah. Well, Goldberg's spearing pebbles. Because <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have anything else to do, so he's just spearing pebbles. Oh, they're, they're little ice balls. He made them with his gun. That's what they are. Okay. I'm effing bored. Yeah. I want to go home. My holiday's been over for like yeah, your, a Your holiday's already over. We're sorry about that. All right. This is a... I can't tell if this is a Christmas carol or a rejected pay-per-view. This is Jingle Hell in a Jingle Cell. <laughs> I just think it's funny. So. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> jingle Hell in a Jingle Cell. That's like the, the gimmick where you just stop trying. Yes. Oh, what fun it is to fall halfway and then... <laughs> and then have... What's his name? John, John Edwards. Bitch about it. <laughs> yep. That guy hasn't been a member for over a year now. He still has a legacy. Falling off the cell, but we only climbed halfway. <laughs> so it gets no stars, because it's pretty gay. Thank you. All right, so we got points there. All right. This person drew Joe Mad Dog Needle and gave them cringies, signed by Mae Young's cooch. Wait, who did they give it to? I'm sorry. Joe, Joe Mad Dog Needle. Oh, whoa, baby. Oh, lady. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Ugh. Ugh. Ugh, points and cringies. Oh, okay. cringies for cringies. That's meta cringies. Meta cringies. All right, you're up to 250 now. And uh, Roman Reigns resolves to focus less on his adversary's testicles. Was that ever an issue for him? I don't know. I, that might have been an ooh joke. I'm actually not sure what they were going for, to be honest. I, I'd love to defend your entry, dude, but... Yeah, I'm good up in spirit anyway. Oh my god, he just came out of nowhere. That was an effing spear out of nowhere. He jumped across the table. It was in your hand, right out of your hand, like a like a dog through a hula hoop. Dude, that was too close. I felt the wind from that one. Jeez. Well, uh, Nathan Blake Arnold, also known as NBA, you did walk away with 250, so good on you. Yeah, but you didn't walk away from an effing spear. <laughs> he still got a spear. Look at look at Arnold. Now he's really getting upset. He still wants to, to do, do something. something. <laughs> All right. Well, we Somebody still have to do something bad. We we have more entries. Relax. 
We're not even up to the Biggie countdown yet. All right, the next is a Christmas song known as Carol of the Bellas. Frozen! No. (laughs) Put the gun away. (laughs) Froze it right away. Let me think about this. Carol of the Bellas. No, go ahead, Arnold. Yes! Frozen! (laughs) Yes. Oh, now he's doing the yes yes chant. Yes. 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 No points for you. Yes. Okay, so you, uh, you you have to understand there's a backstory at this one. This person picked Alan Craig for their secret Santa, but put a TBD on it because they hadn't thought of anything yet. They just wanted to claim somebody because all the good entries were taken and they had to change it like two times already. So they picked Alan Craig and then we're like, TBD sounds like a sex disease. So after we had that conversation, he, uh, he edited it to say now he's going to give Alan Craig Cena-itis. Every time he gets ready to reveal something important, relevant, or dramatic, he will be interrupted by an outburst of, It's John Cena! Oh, poor guy. <laughs> also, Craig Allen with <laughs> to, be, uh, to be designated later. That would have gotten you points, too. That would have gotten you points, yes. Right, because you... you... <laughs> You were just like, yeah, he's going to get a gift. I don't know what it is. That would have been really funny. Oh, yeah, you're my secret stand. I don't know what I'm getting you yet, but... but get Merry Christmas. <laughs> and uh, Jeff Hardy resolves to start painting body parts on more of his body parts. Of course you get points for that. <laughs> I believe that also spiraled into a conversation about boners on boners. Because, of course it did. Because this is Club Kayfabe. All right, so Russell Wright, you walk away with 200 points. My man balls on my man balls. Okay. So now we are up to the Big E countdown. These are the final five. Okay. (laughs) The Christmas Carol. Jerry, did you know she was only 16? Oh, God. Yes, of course that gets points. All right. We need to have that discussion. And, and, and I'm sorry for saying this now, but this is by far my favorite gift. My present is a structure created in the ground by digging, driving, boring, or drilling to access groundwater so that Jason can finally well. <laughs> Yeah, that gets points. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it was my favorite gift. Oh my god! And then, <laughs> god damn it, D'Lo Brown's New Year's resolution is to remove the R bomb from his. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that gets points. Yes, that of course was Adrian Cotton. <laughs> god, I when I read that, I was dying. Oh my god. God damn it. <laughs> the Arbaugh. Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh, Adrian right. Cotton. Whew. Somebody pays attention to our show. Oh, and shout out to Adrian Cotton for next week's Faves because he has once again given us the intro for the show, and it is amazing, like it is every year. So thank you, sir. You'll be here. will hear that next week. When you hear Adrian Cotton's voice, you know it's Fabe time. It is, or Jersey Rain, because he gave me an intro for that. 
He gave me like he gave me like the hip hop intro too. I love it. That's All right, three. He did. <laughs> I have three of them for Jersey Rain. I have Jeff Trellowitz, Matt Awesome, and Adrian Cotton. And I kind of I kind of just flip them. So more people give me stuff, but anyway. This Christmas Carol is All I Want for Christmas is a Title Shot. And of course it's sung by Dolph Ziggler. Um, I'll give it points. <laughs> Probably because it's accurate. <laughs> it's it's accurate. Accurate, yes. It really very accurate points there. Okay. Um This person <laughs> is giving Johnny Toxic a pair of shoes, because how can he wrestle with no shoes? <laughs> Uh, that's a throwback. Wow. Yeah, points. All right, we'll give that one points. And finally, Eva Marie's New Year's resolution is, of course, to finally learn how to wrestle. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Nobody ever follows through with their New Year's resolutions. You know what? Uh, I think that one is like the internet joke that I'm just going to bury because everyone does it. Oh, thanks, Triple H. All right. I'm not going to move. I'm going to actually spin, because we have these fun spinny chairs you guys have. I'm going to put dirt in the shovel, and I'm going to spin around and just put it all over the entry. Here we go. Hey, sure enough, he's spinning around. He's looking at the cameras as he's spinning, too. But not I don't know why there. he brought the cameras in here. He doesn't realize that. Yes. All right, so Simsack walks away with 200 points. Walks away? LOL. All right, so for those of you guys who don't know, because I, I know this is a very old reference, um, John Salinas, also known as Johnny Toxic, was the videographer for my sister's wedding, to which my my thankfully married into the family uncle got so ridiculously drunk that he basically was challenging John to a wrestling match. But this was at the hotel after party, and we kind of just walked in in our PJs because we were already changed out of our tuxes and everything. And John walked in bare feet, so my drunken uncle was going, but he's got no shoes! How's he going to wrestle with no shoes? And then somehow that turned into no feet, and I never figured that one out. <laughs> but the best part was my father was sitting on the cooler with a beer in it, so he couldn't go get more alcohol. Billy, where's the alcohol? My dad's like, I have no idea. It's all out. Where's the alcohol, Billy? <laughs> it was it was very embarrassing. The best part was watching my incredibly Roman Catholic, very strict Roman Catholic grandmother, who's a Eucharistic minister, <laughs> shooting bullet holes through him with her death stare. Wow. <laughs> she was not amused by these antics. You know, that begs the question. Do you think Roman Reigns is Roman Catholic? He's passed out. We can't even ask him. We'll have to ask him after the new year. I don't think I don't think they would appreciate. He has to go to confession if he's ooing all over the place. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, jeez. He has to confess something. All right, we have three to go here, guys. Roman Catholic reigns. Roman Catholic reigns. <laughs> oh, he's going to be the Pope. That might be the title of the episode. <laughs> Roman Catholic reigns. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, this is an Xmas song by The Lonely Island called John Cena in a Box. Oh, because he's a dick? I don't understand. Uh oh. 
You know what? I don't understand either, but I buried a couple of things already, so I'm not uh, going to do somebody, anything. Trips, give somebody else a shot, would you? That's what I'm trying to do, man. <laughs> oh, oh, you're going to get... Uh, what do I have? I forget what you even he's said. Not, he's not even swimming in anything anymore. I'm not even swimming because I, uh, I wasn't doing anything other than the one thing that I did. <laughs> oh, but you're going to get Don Weston. Here's my... Here, take my tie. It's yours in a brown paper bag with three Prince Justice Brotherhood t-shirts of varying sizes that you can't decide. Aw. Oh, but you guys tie. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this person actually drew their own name from the Santa's hat, so they decided to give themselves a... Is that a allowed? <laughs> well... They're a newer member. They didn't know how to make anybody laugh, so they drew. They gave themselves the gift of how to make Pat McDermott laugh for dummies. <laughs> oh, and it worked. There you go. So you got points for that. All right, and now Mark Henry resolves to be a better father and teach his young hand the ups and downs of life. Would you stop reading the book? Oh, oh yeah! I want to do another effing spear. What if I freeze it first? No, no we've done this before. You know how this ends. But I'm gonna freeze you. Oh God! He just froze <laughs> oh, Goldberg. Goldberg, and now he's gonna freeze. No, Stonefold already folded the entry. He folded it. Hell, son. Uh, he's gonna dump some downy on oh. that entry. <laughs> Could someone uh, chisel Goldberg out of there? That's all right. Michael Vaughn, you still got 100 points. And don't forget, the new game starts in 2016. You will start fresh with everybody else. And we'll make this happen. All right. There's that old classic Christmas tale of Good King Winslow, but uh, this is Good King Bad News Barrett. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it points. That's clever. I agree with that. Uh, this person... This person drew Melissa Hatfield, and she's gonna he's going to reunite her with her long-lost sister, Juliana. Oh, boy. That's going to also get points. Do you get that reference? I, I think I do. <laughs> I know it's a 90s music reference, but I'm not sure I actually get it at first. Should I look it up? Yes, let's look it up. I would feel much better looking it up. Uh, singer-songwriter from the Boston era. She was formerly of the indie rock bands Blake Babies and Some Girls. Yeah, let's give that points, because we had to look it up, and it checks out. So it checks, You check out. You got checkout points. Yeah, you got factual points. And, you know, and, and Wikipoinias. Wikipoinias. And finally, Dean Ambrose vows to show Renee Young three new variations of the horizontal suplex. <laughs> Obviously points. Lucky man. So Jason Cantwell walks away with ultimate. Whoa. Yeah, well, he's got that new... He's got that new... Access... I can't even say it because it makes me laugh too hard. He's got the ability to well now. <laughs> and finally, your final entry, your final Christmas carol is... Katie Vick won't be home for Christmas. Oh my god. Yeah, points. <laughs> um, this person drew Chev and gave him body paint to pick a new ethnicity, whatever questioned. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. That gets points, too. And racist points. Of course it does. Yeah. Yeah. No color I would use. I forgot you're still in the studio. Yeah, I'm still here. I kicked Dan Peck out. Of course you did. Fortunately, you didn't take his chair. And finally, Randy Orton will return. Pops, there's a comfy chair. I'm sorry. There's a comfy chair, though, Pops. Of course it is. Finally, Randy Orton resolves to return to shit in more purses. Oh, no. Well, let's give that points, too. Don Mario received points. <laughs> All right, so who's your winner? Um, there's a lot worth picking, but I think at the end of the year, the person who did the best job this week is... We're not having another error, are we? Nope, I'm still here. Okay. All right, I still want to stall. Um, <laughs> Adrian Cotton. Yeah, I think I think we all kind of knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mr. Cotton, you take home the victory for this week, and uh, ah, screw it. Let's go. I'm gonna I'm gonna access the do- the document right now and check to see if what I said was correct. Because I'm pretty sure Ellis took home the win, all because Chev blew the first part of his entry. How could he take home the win when he doesn't have one? He t- he takes cardboard box the win. There we go. Much better. All right. So while we're doing this, guys, next week, of course, is our Fabe special. The and Fabes. Thank- and thank you to Russell Wright, who uh, has given me the information of possibly getting a website to host it this year instead of me doing all of the the entries by PM. I'm going to look into that, and if it all turns out well, like Jason, who is the ultimate well right now, I am going to create the voting on the site, and then y'all can start as soon as the site launches, which I'll work on tonight, tomorrow at the latest. But... If it doesn't, I'll just shoot you guys a message and tell you to start sending me votes. Oh, I can confirm at this point that, yeah, Ellis Holmes will definitely take home take home that victory. But Chev wins total number of wins for the year. Most games won with seven. So congratulations to Ellis and Siobhan. And Adrian Cotton, today's winner. And today's winner, yes. A winner, a winner is you. So next year, guys... If you've gotten points this year, you get to start off with a little bit of points already in the bank. So if you were funny this year, people get to play catch-up to you. So congratulations, guys. But everybody else will be starting anew. And, hell, I'll go back and do your lifetime cumulative points pretty soon, and I'll, uh, I'll post those so everybody can see those. Lifetime cumulative points. Oh yeah. And just uh, make sure that you don't get the uh, make sure you don't get hit by Roman Catholic reigns with the altar boy punch. Oh dear God, the altar boy punch! Oh no! Oh, all right, guys. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for this week in our regular show of the year. Dan Peck will be back next week after he is rehired, and then he'll be back until technical difficulty returns. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna put that out right now for Dan in case he's listening somewhere and 
Dan, we just want to let you know you're you are officially rehired for the show next week. Hey. And uh, we'll do our Fave special, which will be our special episode. It will be an unnumbered episode. And then after the new year, we'll return to our regularly scheduled. And, well, you, if you guys listen to the show, you already know what the first points are buried of the year is. If you don't, I'll just tell you. So maybe you can start thinking of puns now. But it's always 2015 movies repunned to be wrestling related. That is always how we kick off the year. And remember, if you have an idea for a Points Are Buried game, you can always, always PM me on the Facebook, send me your idea, and if it works, we'll turn it into a game. Even if your idea isn't necessarily game-worthy, but it can inspire me to come up with something, I'm still giving you the credit for it. So don't ever be afraid to give us game ideas. Well, don't Please. be afraid to give Chris game ideas. I'll just tear them apart and tell you they're stupid. Pat will um, tell you that they're horrible. I run points for buried, so you have to talk to me. Don't talk to Pat, because he's just going to bury you. Or I'll just say, yeah, that's great, I don't care, and then I'll ignore you on chat forever. <laughs> yeah, he does that too. <laughs> Alright, until then, guys. Peace! See you at the Fabes. Boy! Ooh, Alter Boy Punch. Oh, God. Good evening, everyone. So, I just threw out my old couch. It weighed about 300 pounds and smelled like a pile of butts. You know who else smells like a pile of butts? My mom! You know who likes special entertainment like that? My mom! Can I borrow five bucks? All right, the options for this month's game night are checkers, cards, double dutch, tiddlywinks, and my mom isn't a game, muscle man. It doesn't even make sense. Looks like I win. <laughs> you know who I feel sorry for? My mom. You know who else has the best tacos in the city? Dude, Vincent will blow a fuse if he finds out we were slacking off. You know who else would blow a fuse if she found out we were slacking off? We don't have time for this. You know who else doesn't have time for this? Ah. You know who else says, ah? My mom! <laughs> you know who else looks pregnant in photographs? My mom! You know who else likes to get headbutt in the face? What? My mom! You know who else doesn't like to talk about her feelings? My mom! Anybody. Anybody at all. I know someone who can help. If you say your mom, you're fired. My mom! Get out! It was worth it! <laughs> <laughs>